when I hear that song, it's the most wonderful time of the year. I sometimes feel like maybe some of us want to change it to it's the most stressful time of the year, but it doesn't have to be. We do not have to lose ourselves. We can keep our sanity and still enjoy it. And in this episode, we're going to talk about the five strategies. They're sanity saving, they're simple, and they might even be surprising because you might not have thought that they would be helpful. So grab your hot chocolate get your cozy blanket and let's dive into this episode so that we can walk into the holidays with our sanity intact. Have you ever felt overwhelmed by homeschooling? I don't know about you, but sometimes as a homeschooling mom, it feels like I have so much on my plate that I can hardly catch my breath. Well, if you've ever felt that way, then you're in the right place because this is the Catch Your Breath Podcast. I'm Inga Masick, certified life coach and a mental wellness advocate. With over three decades in education and over 10 years homeschooling, I'm right there in the trenches with you. In this podcast, we're going to dive into some actionable strategies that are not only going to help you manage your stress, but also help you to have more joy, freedom, and balance in your homeschooling journey. So if you're ready to go from simply striving to truly thriving, then let's breathe through homeschooling together. Are you ready? It's time to catch your breath. Welcome back to another episode of the Catch Your Breath podcast. I'm so happy that you're back with me again. If this is your first time, welcome. I am glad that you have decided to give me a little bit of your podcast space. And I'm excited that I get to share the tips and tricks and support all the strategies with you. And most of all, encourage you on your homeschool journey. And if you are back again, what's up, sis? How are you doing? Thank you for joining me again. Before we dive into today's topic, which is going to be all about the holiday season, and I know how you're getting ready, I just want to take a moment, pause, take a deep breath, and check in with you. How are you doing? How are you getting yourself ready for this holiday season? My prayer for you is that as we go through these episodes that I'm specifically focusing on your stress around the holidays, that you will take some time to make sure that you're taking care of yourself, that you are pausing as needed, that you are taking a moment to breathe, that you are prioritizing self-care because it can be so hard to prioritize self-care during the holidays. And the reality is If you are not a part of the holidays, if you're doing all the planning, but you're not actually there to show up, to be a part of it, to participate, you aren't really creating this beautiful, joyous, magical thing that you're wanting to create for your children. You're creating something that you're absent for because you're having to focus so much on making sure that it's right and making sure that it's perfect. So just make sure that you're there. Make sure that you are enjoying it, that you're showing up and that you're present. We're going to choose present over perfect in every part of it. Okay, in this episode, we are going to talk about the five sanity-saving strategies that you can use during the holidays. And some of these, you're going to see that they correlate well to being able to do this just as a homeschooling mom in your everyday life. But these are specific to the holidays because between homeschooling and any of your holiday holiday prep, trying to get everything together, you can feel stretched too thin. And when we're in that place of 
doing so much and feeling like we can't take a moment to catch our breath because we just have so much on our plate, we really are not experiencing the joy, as I just talked about. And so these things that we're talking about is to help us to not feel like we're losing it, to feel like we have some sense of control. And I'm telling you about this now, and hopefully you're taking some time during the holidays to plan your holiday time, because you want to prioritize this, plan this, get in that place where you're thinking about this beforehand. So first and foremost, I believe in a good plan. And so you're going to want to plan what you want to do, how you want your holiday to be, the things that you want to accomplish, that you want to do, all of that. But the key to that planning piece is that you're going to want to be flexible with it. Remember that a plan is going to be your best friend because you're going to be able to jot down all of the to-dos that you have, the events that are coming up, all of the things that you want to accomplish. And like I said in the other episode, and if you haven't listened to that, go back and listen to it. Look at that plan to determine what things are feasible and what things are just kind of out there that you really need to take off, that you need to reevaluate and say, do I really need to focus on doing that? The second thing you want to do is really look at your routines. And there's two ways I want you to think about those routines. What are the parts of the routines that you can continue on, that you can do those and they are going to keep help you keep your sanity? But then what are the parts that you might need to adjust for the holidays so that you can put something else in there? I'm going to talk a little bit about that in the next episode. But make your routines flexible. But in order to do that, and I feel like I'm contradicting myself and going back and forth, but the the reality is we want to think about our routines as flexible, but we want to look at them through the the lens of what are the, the things that we do on a regular basis that truly helps me to be able to show up and be present. I don't have to think about it. They are on repeat. They're kind of on, uh, autopilot and I can just do them without thinking about them you want to have those in place because you don't have to think about them you don't have to plan for them you don't have to do anything right they just happen but if you are looking for a way to infuse some of that holiday spirit in some of the things that you're doing and you're trying to figure out how to squeeze it in then you'll want to establish a routine within the routine right so for instance If you do something like Christmas cards, I don't know if people still write out Christmas cards, but let's say that that's something that you do. Where can that fit into your already established routine? And rather than maybe taking one full day, depending on how many you have to send out, that it feels like it's just so much, you can plug that into your routine. So you can plug that into your writing time and say, okay, it's time for us to do our cards. And we'll try to get through 10, depending on how many children you have and depending on how many cards you have. If there's some special... Um, holiday recipe or activity or thing that you want it to do you can plan for that and see where can I plug that into my routine so we always do um, reading and oh this is an even better one if you have all of those amazing holiday stories that you want to read and we love to do that at nighttime in our family worship but you can even do that as a part of your reading time then you already have a slot in there where you are doing your reading it falls into a certain time then take the holiday book or whatever it is and plug that into it so you want to look at how can you keep on looking at the routine you already have and plug in some new thing that you want to do but make it a routine so that you're not really having to think of a whole nother thing that you have to do you want to have like a sense of normalcy 
You want to have something that feels like, I do not have to think about it. This just always happens. The third thing that you want to do, which I think is the most important part, and you'll realize that I think it's an important part because I'm going to have a whole another episode on that, but you'll want to delegate what you can. It is key that as homeschooling moms, because we have our child's education on our plate, on top of all of the other things that we have on our plate, that we look at how can we utilize the people in our lives? How can we ensure that our family is showing up and is a part of this? So you're not in this alone, even in the holiday planning. You want to look at what are the holiday tasks that you can have your family participate in. Think of all of the ages. Start to think, and, and so this is why it's so key to think about all of those things that you want to do having them written down having had the opportunity to go through it and decide what things you're keeping what things are nice to have and and kind of move those out from that last episode so that when you see the things that are left you can break them down into what do I need in in order for this to happen and then how can I have my family participate and look at all the ages who can do what and that sounds like a lot of work maybe in the beginning because you're thinking now I've got to sit through and think about this but the beautiful thing about that is you're really thinking through all of the actions that are required for the thing you want to do, which is going to help you to be able to do it much better. The fourth thing, as I have said in all of the episodes, and I'm going to say this throughout all of the episodes, so you're going to hear it over and over again, is to simplify where possible. Remember that not everything has to be elaborate. A lot of times, if you really think about it, it's the simple the heartfelt celebrations, those things that are just even um, spontaneous, that they happened once and everybody was like, we love it. And then you add that into the rotation or you add that as a, a holiday tradition. But those are the things that usually end up having the most meaning to, for us. And so we don't want to overcomplicate that. We don't want to create this whole thing where we can't keep it up. Now, let me, I say that, and I want to say one tradition that I tried last year that absolutely loved it and I don't know if we're going to do it again so we did an advent house that had a we love to do something fun each day during the holidays and so usually I kind of plan it out put it on the calendar and then we do it but I found this little holiday house on Clarence in the store and it had these little drawers that you could put things in and I thought oh that would be really fun for us to just put the things we do on slips of paper randomly and then the kids can pull them out but then I went a little more elaborate and thought but that would be so cool for them to take it out because each person has a day in our family that's their day to lead things lead worship all of that so I thought on their day they could take it they pull out the the activity that we're going to do but then they have a treat and so we went and found these andy chocolates and it was so challenging to find them and we went to two places i thought we were going to have them they didn't have them anyway we did it and so i wrote them out in these cute little scrolls and then wrapped the scroll the paper scrolls around the andy's chocolate the little small kinds and put them in the drawer and they absolutely loved it but here's the thing (laughs) as I think about the simplistic and how I can make it simple that's the part where I'm just kind of wondering how I'm going to make that work and is that something that I want to keep up or can I simplify it and so listen I'm on the journey with you so I'm in that place where I 
want to do the things, but I also have to think about capacity and what's worth it. I want to say that as I talk about simplifying, it goes back to you reflecting what's most important. So if there's a thing that you do that takes a lot of preparation like this, but it is valuable and meaningful to your family, then absolutely do it. So you don't have to take away the things that are not simple. You just can look at, are there things I can simplify so that the things that are a little more complicated, that are going to take a lot more time, I can actually spend the time doing those things. And then the fifth thing is remember to pause. And around here, we say, remember to take a breath. Remember to breathe amidst everything else that is going on and plan moments to take care of yourself. Put you on the list. What do you need to ensure that you're okay during this time? And it can be simple things like a quick walk. It can be a quiet cup of tea, or it could be even more elaborate that you just need to get out and spend some time with your friends or go and get a massage, or a, a, a holiday massage. I know that's a beautiful thing. I think I might plan that. I like that one. <laughs> but Remember that those little breaks are going to do wonders for you because you're going to rejuvenate yourself, you're going to recharge yourself, you're going to refresh yourself to be able to continue to do this thing. Remember that even during this time, your well-being is important. So you're looking at those pillars and determining where do you need to actually focus on taking care of yourself. It's key. So I want to encourage you to think about how you can navigate the holidays with calm and joy that's really the goal right you want it to be magical I hear that word a lot and I didn't hear that growing up but I've heard a lot of you know moms and people say like they want this to be magical for their children and absolutely but in that magic ensure that you are cultivating the joy of the the season but that you're also calm because when you're frenzied when you're just kind of all over the place even if they don't remember you in that space, you that you bring that anxiety from season to season. So if every single time the season comes, the holiday comes, you are in that stressful state and you haven't taken a moment to process that, to make sure that your mindset is in the right place as you go into it, you come, you bring that into the next season. Like you, you feel the excitement of it, but you instantly start with those anxious feelings and those stressful feelings because you know you know they they talk about that muscle memory your emotions remember and they're like oh yeah we get anxious during this time let's start to get anxious so remember that when you feel that pressure first of all do the work and determine what is causing that always the mindset 100 percent. you got to go back to the mindset that goes back to the reflection look at what is it that i'm thinking because when you think about that it could be your expectations and we talked about that um, two episodes ago so definitely go listen to that one but it could be your expectations of it that you're taking on the weight of it that, that you're assigning a bigger meaning to who you are by how you make this turn out for your children whatever it is take that time to reflect on that understand that and then as always, debunk the things that are myths, get rid of those things that are lies that are not true so that you can live in the truth that the most important thing for the holidays is that you're present, that you remember the reason for the season and that you're showing up participating in what you're doing with your child and for your child. As always, take a deep breath. Repeat to yourself, I can navigate the holidays with calm and joy. And then eventually, 
you can take out the can and just say, I navigate the holidays with calm and joy. I navigate the holidays with calm and joy. And when you feel yourself feeling that pressure, you can breathe and say, I navigate the holidays with calm and joy. And then you can add a whole nother part and say, God, help me to navigate the holidays with calm and joy. Help me to keep you at the center. Remember what's important and not to stress myself out so much that I do not love it. Well, that's it for today's episode. But I want you to know that if you're looking for some more support, if as you hear me talking about these pillars and you're intrigued by it, or more so if you're listening to me talk about the mindset and you're thinking, you know what, this is something that I want to dive more into, or I know that I've got to do some work on my mindset, or I've been doing this, I've just started doing this, and I feel like I really need some more support in really walking in the freedom and the fulfillment of homeschooling because I don't feel free, I don't feel fulfilled, I feel chaotic, I feel crazy, and even as I'm talking to you, like when and how am I supposed to catch the breath, then I want you to know that I am opening up my six-month program. So it used to be a longer program and I am have changed it, restructured it a little bit. And now I'm going to open up 10 spots. That's it. 10 spots for my six-month program. It is a one-on-one coaching program. And what I'm excited about that is that we really work together to find the strategies that work for not just you and not just for the holidays, but for your entire homeschooling journey. So we really look at that mindset. We work through mindset work. Then we work through just firming up your blueprint because there may be some things within your homeschooling journey that didn't happen because you did not really set up the blueprint and so we work through that and then we go through one of my favorite parts the total transformation because we look at those seven pillars and really determine where we need to do some work with that it's six months it is every single week you get to talk one-on-one with me and we get to personalize and talk about those things that you need and a lot of times what you find is as we start to work through some of the things you thought and you realize those are the things that need the work. Those thoughts, those the, the stinking thinking, I would say, you realize that that's actually what's been happening. And so we can go in and work on that. And then it transforms your homeschool journey. And what's great is we troubleshoot. That's my favorite part too. All, the, all of my favorite parts. But we really troubleshoot because you get to talk to me every single week. So those things that you're like, well, I'm struggling with, you know, my lesson planning. We can talk about that. Or... I really had a crier and I'm not sure what to do with that. We can talk about that. You get all the instructional strategies. You get all of the mindset strategies. You get the whole package for six months. So if that is something that you're interested in, you want to click in the link, book a discovery call. Let's talk about it. At least explore the option. If you're curious, then all you have to do is book the call. I'll be doing those calls all through December and then we're going to start in January. I'm excited to work with you and I know that we can make sure that you are fully walking in the freedom and the fulfillment of this homeschooling journey. Oh, and let me just be very clear. We are going to make sure that it is biblically grounded so that we know that we are called and created to do this work and we can do it well, right? So reach out. I can't wait for hear from you. If not, then come back here. We've got some bonus episodes coming up to be able to support you through the holidays. And I cannot wait to hear how amazing your holiday is. So make sure you join in the community so you can share all of these great things that you're doing. And until next time, 
you can navigate the holidays with calm and joy. Thank you for tuning in. I hope that this episode empowered, equipped, and most of all, encouraged you. Don't forget to share your thoughts on today's topics because I'd love to hear how you're implementing these strategies. And you can do that in the free community where you can connect with me and other like-minded moms who get some practical tips for homeschooling and teaching your child, managing your stress, and prioritizing your self-care. You can also ask questions there. You can participate in the fun challenges. And of course, you can celebrate your wins because we like to party over there. Also, if this was helpful and you know that it can be helpful to someone else, leave a review or share this with another homeschooling mom who needs to catch her Mommy! Mommy! <laughs> well, that's my cue. But before I go, I want to leave you with these words from Philippians 4, 6-7. I pray that you won't be anxious about anything, but that in every situation, by prayer and petition, with thanksgiving, you would present your request to God and that you will experience the kind of peace that surpasses under Understanding as you navigate the stresses of life and homeschooling. Until next time, remember to take a moment to catch your breath. <laughs>